Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 773. Chapter 117. Barbarian Cunning. The days passed quickly, as days tend to do when there is much to fill them. Vachette continued to teach me, and I turned the whole of my attention toward being a clever and attentive student. Our amorous encounters continued, punctuating my training. I never initiated them directly, but Vachette could tell when I was unproductively distracted and was quick to pull me down into the bushes. In order to clean your foolish barbarian head, as she said, before and afterward, I still found these encounters troubling. During, however, I was far from anxious. Vachette seemed to enjoy herself as well. That said, she didn't seem the least interested in much of what I had learned from Florian. She had no interest in playing Ivy, and while she did enjoy Thousand Hands, she had little patience for it, and it usually ended up being more like 75 Hands. Generally speaking, as soon as we had caught our breath, Vachette was trying on her mercenary reds, and reminding me that if I kept forgetting to turn my heel out, I would never be able to hit any harder than a boy of six. Not all my time was spent training with Vashet. When she was busy, she set me to practice the Ketan, consider the Lathani, or watch the other students spar. There were a few afternoons or evenings when Vashet simply sent me on my way, so I explored the surrounding town and discovered heart was much larger than I'd originally assumed. The difference was that all its houses and shops weren't huddled together in a knot. They were scattered over several square miles of rocky hillside. And that's the end of the page. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And there's no Nick. He is lost in shadow. It's a... I was trying to find something that alliterated with nick like a like a no nick no nick november yeah but it's not november it might be a no nick noon time if it's noon time where you are when you're listening to this no nick at night what what yeah. do you make of this page jordana uh i have two things well two main things i suppose uh one kind of like halfway through slash closer to the end of the page when both saying like oh like a few afternoons or evenings like Vachette let me do my own thing and I feel like there's this thing that's happening that Rothfuss does when close at the university too where it's like okay we've learned a bunch of stuff about what's going on and now we're just going to like let you know that like everything's got a rhythm now like this is this is the rhythm yeah, right. Like, yeah. It was like, here's all the different stuff that's happening, and things are changing, and stuff is doing different things all the time. But now, now there's a rhythm, and this is this is us stepping into the rhythm. Yeah, I I can see what you're getting at because now he's kind of established his place at the school. That he is learning from Vashet regularly. They have another kind of relationship happening in tandem with their teacher-student relationship. So what's he getting up to when he's not doing that, right? Like we we have a pretty clear picture of what his training with Vashet is like and 
what his relationship with Vashet is like. So until that relationship changes in some significant way, we probably don't need to spend any more page time on it. So what's he doing when he's not in class is kind of the next logical thing to, to think about, right? Yes. And then my other thing, unless you have a thing, would you like to state your thing before I say By my all thing? means, go ahead. Okay, so my other thing in regards uh, to just, um, there is there's more evidence on this page that this is business sex. <laughs> yeah, they're putting on <laughs> ties, they're doing uh, quarterly reports, they're talking about KPIs. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, uh... I think it's interesting, and I was I was going to ask this question, so I'm glad that Rothfuss answered it for me, which is which was like, do any of the things he learned from Florian actually like work on the ADEM, or did the ADEM see sex so differently that it wouldn't work? And and here it is, the answer is right here on the page, um, in that it it kind of works, but not great. Uh, so I think that I feel like that's telling, but I don't know what it's telling me. Well, <laughs> I know what it's telling me. Okay, wait, here's my ponder, uh, because it sort of seems like, so if Florian Arts work on the, um, like, the people in, uh, I mean, I I assume that it's, like, everywhere except for Edamra? I don't know. Um, it's Or maybe it's just the places that border the Fae are into it. I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know. Go ahead. What do you think? What is it telling uh, you? I think that much like in the real world, the simple fact of the matter is that no sex technique you have learned is going to work 100% well on everybody because everybody's bodies are different and people like like different things. So there's oh, lots so of things. Oh, so it's not an ADEM thing. It's a Vashet thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, in the same way that like, you know, many people like receiving oral sex, but not everybody does. And many people are going to come from that, but not everybody can. And if you have spent three months mastering oral sex techniques, for example, it doesn't matter if your partner just like can't get off that way or isn't into it, you know? So I think that's kind of what's, ha what's happening here. But I also think that what's happening here is that Vashet is not that interested in her own pleasure in these moments because as you point out, this is, they're not Business just fooling sex. around. She's like, I need you <laughs> to, have an orgasm so you can get your head in the game and think about fighting. Yeah, she has other priorities. She is trying to instill in him post-nut clarity. <laughs> I mean, yes, very accurate. Also extremely funny post-nut clarity title of this episode. You got it. Nice. <laughs> it's Instead of just saying like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing, like uh, like title of your sex tape, we're, we're doing title of the episode. That's right. Love it. Yeah, so that's that's my take on why his, his sex techniques don't work. And I think that's good because I don't think that we want to give the impression that Flurian has taught him like the like one weird trick to make anybody come, you know? Like that's not I don't think that was Rothfuss's intention, and I think that this is a kind of an underlining of that. Like, no, she taught him techniques, she taught him like things that maybe other people don't haven't figured out how to do or wouldn't figure out how to do on their own. You know, it's, you know, it's like watching a YouTube channel about like, here are some like things you can do in bed with your partner. But 
it's not going to all those things that Valerian liked aren't necessarily going to work on other people. Right. So you see what happened here is Foth learned the things from Valerian and then had success right away, which I feel like sort of like, I don't want to say tricked because that's, that's, that word has a negative connotation, but I don't know what else other word to use right now. So theoretically like trick the reader into thinking like, Oh, these things, they work on, on everybody, but really it's just that it worked on Losi. Mm-hmm. And I, I would wager that Valerian's techniques are probably going to work pretty well on lots of people. And she taught him lots of techniques. So maybe some of the things that he learned would please Vashet. But I think it's a the, the two prongs of like, she's not actually that interested in her own pleasure. And maybe the way that he, the techniques that he's trying are just not what's going to get her going. Yes. All those things. The only other note I have on this page is about him turning his heel out, which to me, that is indicating to me, like when, when I've been taught how to punch somebody, you don't just punch with your arm, you punch with like everything from your hips up, like you are torquing your body and using the power from your hips and your, you know, the power of the motion of your torso. And that goes right down to like the stance that you take. So I feel like when she's telling him, to turn his heel out what she's saying is you know when you throw a punch your body's going to pivot which means that your foot is going to pivot too and your heel is going to turn i'm that sounds correct i say i definitely can't argue against it (laughs) good nor should you wonderful so glad we could we could have this discussion (laughs) oh yes we we can and we have and now we're going to have a discussion about a letter this letter is from Hike U on page 681. For an ethereal being of great knowledge, I wouldn't say all knowledge, not omniscient, the cafe talks too much. What all it does say can't be true or synonymous with the rest of the story or trusted. The cafe does a lot of planting of suspicions, which tells me it's too good to be true. I trust nearly none of what the cafe says, not at face value. Maybe this cinder did me a bad turn once. The only thing I trust here is that the Cathay and Cinder, or rather all of the Chandrian, had some kind of deal together, some kind of business, some kind of invitation to be part of a civilization was extended between the Cathay and the Chandrian. Maybe it amuses me to set a young pup like you snapping at his heels. What if it's not amusing, but something the Cathay fears? What if Quoth is not a young pup, but actually one with sharpened fangs? What if Quoth actually will reach Cinder in his lifetime and his reality? Not all the butterflies are dismembered and wingless, are they? Maybe the soft creaking of your tendons as you clench your fists is like a sweet symphony to me. This one could go both ways. It could be true or exactly opposite. What if blood and bone disgust or are distasteful to the cafe? Is the cafe capable of hearing orderly symphony or just chaotic noise? And you can be sure. This reminds me of a coping mechanism of an insane person trying to console themselves that what they said is true. Seeds of self-hatred, Quoth runs away denying curiosity. Haiku. What do you uh, make of all that, Jordana? I find Haiku's letters to be uh, lovely and cryptic. Um, but I also, I I think it's like, it's a weird thing to say that, like, you don't trust anything the Cathay says. Because the Cathay is not making statements. The Cathay is saying, maybe this, maybe that. It's like, you don't have to trust or not trust it. The, it's not making a statement. Yeah, I mean, I I think that is is maybe the point. Like, 
because you're right, you're you're totally right, Jordana. Like in in all these examples that that uh, Haiku has uh, put forward, it's the Cathay. Like yes, obviously it's the Cathay planting suspicions, it's planting doubts, it's planting ideas in Quoth's head. But you're right, it's not making an affirmative statement, which is of course how it can get around the whatever Gias has been placed on it that it can't lie, right? Yeah, like I'm pretty sure anything the Cathay says is true it's just that most of the things it's saying aren't statements yes it's using uh weasel words and wiggle room to get out of like directly saying something right because there are other things times where it does say like affirmatively like statements facts but in these examples it is doing the thing and like i think what's so insidious about the cathay is that without picking apart every sentence it says word by word and uh, you know, intention by intention, it would be really hard to separate what are things that I can figure out are true versus what are like doubts it's trying to plant in my mind, but could be Hear false. Jeremy, don't tempt me with a good time. We could do that. Uh, <laughs> you hate it. I, I love it. it. I love I it because I can I can hear the disdain in your sigh. I I, I do hate it. And I think that if you're someone like Quoth, who's already like kind of in an emotionally vulnerable state, hearing all your worst fears about yourself and your loved ones confirmed, you're not going to be thinking that logically, right? You're not going to... And also, he doesn't know any of this about the Cathay until much, much later, right? He doesn't know that it's cursed to tell the truth, whatever it is. He just knows, oh, Talking Tree knows more than it should. So he has no real way to gauge what it's saying to him is... what What of what it is saying to him is a true fact versus what is an insinuation. Indeed. But that's how all the most damaging lies uh, work, I think. Yep. Uh, Thanks as always. Misunderstanding does a lot of damage. (laughs) It sure does. It sure does. And the most damaging lies also like feel plausible, sound like they could be true. Um, So listener, until you uh, cause us to doubt our own sanity, uh, we'll, See you tomorrow for another page of the Wii.